The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. There once was a poet who sang of the pitter patter of the raindrops falling on the roof. This poet had obviously never lived in a house such as the one currently occupied by the Chester A. Riley. If he had, he'd have kept his big mouth shut. For as we look in on the Rileys now, we find them listening to the pitter-patter of the raindrops dripping into assorted pots, pans, and pails placed at strategic points in the living room. Hurry up with that pail, Junior! I'm getting it! Peg, where's that pot? It's overflowing in here! Peg! Don't yell. Well, that's too small. It'll fill up in a minute. Haven't you got something bigger? You've already got every pot in the house. Oh, Junior! I got a pot here. Where I put it? In the corner there. Oh, here's a new leak. Where? Where? Over the couch. Look. Oh, that roof must be made of lace. Well, don't stand there, Peg. Get me something to put under it. I have no more pots, I told you. Well, look at the hall closet. You'll find my air raid warden's helmet. Junior, here, empty this one here. Just a second, Pop. I'll be right back. Well, where are you going? I'm thirsty. I want to get a drink. <laughs> There's no time. Stand under this leak with your mouth open. Hey, hurry up! Here's your helmet. So what good that'll do, well, I have... got it under control now, I think. Oh, I told you to get that roof fixed before the rainy season. Well, don't blame me. I phoned that chiseling landlord a dozen times. And he kept telling me he's got a written guarantee. It won't leak. We've got to do something today. This rain may last all week. Don't worry. Morris will do something. He's coming over here today to collect the rent. Well, phone him and tell him to hurry up. Tell him the roof is leaking. Well, then he won't come. I know that, Morris. I want him to walk in this room and see these pots and pans and then let him dare tell me this roof don't leak. I've got him trapped this time. Uh, Junior, empty this pail. Well, go on. Hurry up. Oh, that's Morris. Let him in, Peg. Now I'll fix him. Junior, where are you going with that pail? You told me to empty it. Leave it where it is. Let it run over. It'll teach him a lesson. Hello, Mrs. Riley. Oh, I'm so glad you got here, Mr. Morris. Hello there, Riley. Junior, my boy. Oh, you lucky people, nice and snug here. Well, I have to walk around the downpour outside collecting rents. Yeah, well, we don't have to go outside to get a downpour. We got one right here in our living room. Look at that ceiling. Mmm. Yes, there may be a damp spot here and there. <laughs> damp spot? What do you think we're doing with all these pots on the floor? Playing potsy? <laughs> Mr. Morris, that roof must be fixed today. Look, just a minute, Peg. Let me do the talking. Now, look, Morris, I want that roof fixed today. Be reasonable, Riley. You know a roof can't be repaired while it's raining. I called you Saturday and the sun was shining that day. Was the roof leaking then? No. Then why should I have had it fixed? Well, because... Well, you see... Well... <laughs> well, go on, Peg. Talk. <laughs> Mr. Morris, you've got to stop those leaks today. I'm not going to stay up all night emptying pots and pans. Yeah, that's not why we're paying you 60 bucks a month for a flooded living room. By the way, that reminds me, next month I'm raising the rent to 75. What? 75? Mr. Morris! Now, don't get excited, Peg. He's just talking. He can't do it. We got rent control. We got a law. You have a law. 
Now, just a minute, Morris. What are you trying to pull here? I ain't ignorant, you know. I read the papers, you know. And so far, they haven't passed decontrol in Los Angeles, have they? No, but you're not living in Los Angeles. You're living in Blueview, which happens to be a separately incorporated municipality within Greater Los Angeles. Huh? <laughs> and yesterday, the municipal council, exercising local option, unanimously passed decontrol. Oh, they did, did they? Well, we'll see about that. Who's the chairman of this here council? I'll tell him a thing or two. Where do I get hold of him? Here I am. <laughs> you! You're on the council and you pass laws to... Well, you can't get away with this. This is a democracy and every citizen is entitled to have his say. You elected me. I did not. I didn't even vote. Well, that's beside the point. The rent will be 75 from now on. Now, Mr. Morris, be reasonable. You Just can't... a minute, Peg. Let me do the talking. Morris, you can't do this to us. Oh, yes, I can. You tenants have had your way long enough, but now the shoe's on the other foot. I haven't forgotten the beating we landlords took from people like you, Riley, during the war. I remember how you donated my bathtub to the scrap iron drive. <laughs> I was just being patriotic. You didn't have to paint the front of the house red, white, and blue. And I haven't forgotten how you and those roughnecks ruined the backyard. They were not roughnecks. They were the commando platoon of the Citizens' Home Defense Brigade. And we weren't ruining the yard. We were digging foxholes to protect your property from the enemy. It cost me $300 for a new lawn. Uh, all you thought about was money. You stayed home and got rich while I sweated it out in that foxhole. You, you slacker! Why, you, you have the nerve to call me? Just for that, your rent will be $100 a month. Good day! No, 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 wait a minute, Morris. I, I didn't mean... What about the roof? Well, you sure fixed him good. What are you blaming me for? Well, you didn't have to make him angry. If we'd talked to him quietly, maybe he'd have been reasonable. Well, why didn't you speak up instead of forcing me to do all the talking? <laughs> What's the use? Let's empty some of these pots. Uh, don't worry. I'll get even with that Morris if it's the last thing I do. Well, so long. I'll see you later. Wait a minute. Where are you going, Joe? Over to Maryland. Maryland Morris? His kid? Yeah, we got an exam tomorrow, and we're going to study together. After what you just heard, you still want to associate with that, that monster's kid? I like her. I forbid it. Riley, be sensible. You ain't going to have nothing to do with anybody in that family. My head is made up. But, Tom... <laughs> You'll do what I say as long as I'm paying for the roof that's over your head. Even if it does leak. You have 15 minutes more to finish your papers, class. Junior, how you doing? I'm almost finished. You shouldn't talk, Marilyn. I can't get the last two questions. Better hurry up. I'll get them. Hey, Marilyn, what are you doing with that book? I'm changed, stupid. <laughs> you mustn't. If Miss Campbell catches you, you'll be suspended. She won't catch me. I'll let you do it. Give me that book. No. Yeah. Well, finish your paper. Give me that book. No, I'm going to put it away. It's you and your Riley. Oh, Miss Campbell. What have you got behind your back? Nothing, Miss Campbell. Junior. It's only a book. Well, Junior Riley. I never expected this from you. Report to the principal at once. But, Miss Campbell, I... Marilyn. Oh, Junior, why did you do it? 
We can't go on living like this with pots and pans all over. I don't like it any more than you do. Look at that ceiling. Yeah. It's liable to come down any minute. And the wallpaper. The whole room will have to be redone. Well, what burns me up is the hundred bucks a month's rent. Well, standing here beefing about it won't do any good. What do you want me to do? Go to this protest meeting tonight. Maybe we can get the council to reverse its decision. Uh, those meetings never do any good. I'll handle this situation on my own. Well, then go to Morris. Apologize to him. If you have to get down on your knees and beg. Not me. I don't beg. Never. But we can't afford $100 a month rent. Where'll we live? I don't care. Before I beg favors from him, I'll see you and the kids sleeping on park benches. <laughs> That's the kind of a man I am. going to that meeting. You can go, but I'll handle that Morris in my own way. Pop. Don't bother me now, Junior. Pop. I got enough on my mind. It's about school. Well, all right. What is it? What about school? I got suspended. Good. Here's a nickel. What? <laughs> suspended? Junior, what do you mean you got suspended? Read this note. Uh, let me see that. Chief! Oh, no. Oh, Junior, how could you? Mom, I did. No excuses. There's no excuse for it. Disgracing us like this. Only 13 years old, he's caught cheating. I wasn't caught until I was fifth. <laughs> There's no excuse. But it wasn't my fault. Junior, why didn't you study? Then you wouldn't have had to do a terrible thing like this. Well, I did study, Mom. Oh, he studies all right. Only he's so stupid, nothing sticks in his head. Oh, everything happens to me. I got a house with a leaky roof and a son with a leaky head. <laughs> For Pete's sake, will you listen to me? I didn't cheat. But, Junior, but this, this note... Marilyn cheated. What? Well, why did they suspend you? Well, I took the blame for her. You what? Well, what else could I do? You sucker. Is this how I brought you up? But she's my girl. I don't care who she is. There isn't a dame on earth that I'd take the rap for. What about Mom? Well, she's my wife. That's a horse of another color. Thank you. Oh, now, Junior, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, taking the blame like this. You're perfectly right, Peg. He's a patsy, a regular patsy. But I couldn't squeal. Not a girl. It's easier with a girl. They can't beat you up. <laughs> Junior, it's not a matter of squealing. Now, this is a very serious thing. There's no reason why you should be called a cheat and, and expelled from school when you're absolutely innocent, and I won't stand for it. No, neither will I. Your mother's absolutely right. And I'm surprised that you act in this way. I ain't going to have people saying Riley's kid cheats while that Morris gets off scot-free and he's on the school board yet. Boy, if they knew the real truth, he wouldn't be so high and mighty. I... <laughs> Junior, tomorrow morning you're going to the principal and tell him the truth. No, Mom. You'll do as I say. Peg, why are you yelling at the boy? After all, he acted like a little gentleman. That's the way I brought him up. He only done what I would have done. I'm surprised at you telling him to squeal. 
But you yourself, Jackson. Excuse me. I got to make a phone call. Uh, who to? Mr. Morris. Oh, Riley, something's going on in that mind of yours. Mm, I'll say there is. Remember I told you I'll handle Morris in my own way? Well, this is it. You see, Peg, if people think Riley's kid is a cheat, so what? They expect it. But Mr. Morris is a different proposition. Municipal counselor, big shot real estate dealer, member of the Board of Education. He'd do anything to keep the truth from coming out. Uh, you stop worrying about the roof. We got him, we... Hello? Hello, Mr. Morris? Uh, I'll wait. Oh, Riley, but you can't do this. It, it, it's blackmail. Sure. <laughs> 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 Any jerk can be a landlord, but it takes brains to be a tenant. <laughs> Here's an idea to think about. Over 100 years ago, Daniel Webster said, quote, Liberty exists in proportion to wholesome restraint, unquote. That means restraint of some of your actions and the restraint of the aggressive actions of those who would take away liberty from free people. CETO, the Southeast Asia Treaty Organization, is guarding the liberty of its member nations and other nations in the treaty area as well. Everything CETO does is towards helping to maintain liberty. Every year, CETO holds military maneuvers on the land, the sea, and in the air to be ready to guard against aggression. Some of the best brains each member nation has to offer serve as experts on CETO committees which cover the important fields of security, culture, education, labor, economics, and health, just to name a few. Every member nation helps CETO, and every nation benefits from CETO. Put your confidence in CETO because CETO is guarding your freedom. And now back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Oh, I can't stand for it, Riley. I, I just won't. Now, it keeps getting worse and worse. I put a pan under one leak and another one breaks out. Mm, Morris is going to fix it. I saw him. It's all settled. He's going to redecorate and everything. He's scared stiff Junior will tell about Marilyn. He'll do anything for us now. Oh, I don't like it. No, why not? Well, I told you, it, it's crooked. It's blackmail. Peg, since when are you so fussy about a little blackmail? <laughs> now, what do you mean by that? Well, how do you think you got me to marry you? <laughs> I blackmailed you? Well, maybe it wasn't exactly blackmail, but... When we were engaged, you threatened to cut off my allowance unless I married you. How can you have the nerve to stand oh, there and say... All right, all right, all right. Let's not argue about it. Oh. We're talking about Morris. Stick to the subject. Honest, I don't understand you, Peg. First you squawk, I should do something. Then when I do it, you still squawk. Here we got Morris over a barrel. Well, I, I don't want to do it that way. What do you want? You want us to spend a couple of hundred dollars fixing up his crummy property and pay a fantastic rent on top of that? I don't want people to think my son is a cheat. Well, he isn't. We know that. Who cares what people think? Besides, if J Junior told the truth now, they probably wouldn't believe him anyway. We'll make them believe it. Oh. Hello, Pop. Say, Pop, you oh, know what? Junior, you're just in time. Look, Peg, this is really Junior's problem, so we'll put it up to him. After all, he's old enough to make his own decisions. Junior? Pop, I want to go and tell the principal everything. What? I found out they won't let me play basketball if I'm suspended, so I decided to tell. 
You're too young to make your own decisions. He's perfectly right. I'm glad you finally come to your senses, Junior. Now, just a minute. He's still my son, and I'll tell him what to do. But you said I could make my own decisions. Of course you can. Make all the decisions you want, but they got to agree with mine. <laughs> Oh, Junior, that's awful. You're the best player on the team. They can't do that to you. Well, they can do it all right. It's not fair. You go to Miss Campbell and tell her what really happened. I don't mind, Junior. No, I can't. On account of my father. I told you. Well, you don't. I will. Oh, don't. No, Junior. I'm going to confess everything. Gee, Marilyn, I feel like a heel. You shouldn't. You've been wonderful taking the blame. So noble. Just like Alan Ladd did in The Great Gatsby. Well, if it weren't for basketball, I'd be glad to take the rap. That's all right, Junior. You can take the rap for me some other time. When I do something really serious. You know, like... Like murder. Hey, it's all settled. But Riley... I said it's all settled. Morris will be here any minute with his contractor, and I'm going ahead the way I planned. All right. Have it your way. But if you wind up in jail, don't come crying to me. Oh. <laughs> Women. So unreasonable. They'll be the death of me. They adore women. <laughs> They're so helpful. Digger, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> The door was open, so I took the liberty. Oh, that's okay, Digger. The door is always open for you at my place. The same goes for you at my place. <laughs> what, uh, what brings you around here, Digger? Oh, I just popped in to get out of the rain. Beastly weather. Hmm. I love rain. Yeah, well, so do I. But it does some good. It's good for the farmer. Makes things come up out of the ground. Good for the farmer, but not for me. <laughs> you seem to be having a little trouble with the rain yourself, judging by these pots and pans. Your landlord should do something about it. Uh, well, don't worry, he will. He's got to. I put him in a spot. The worst you can imagine. I'll bet it's not as bad as the spot I'm going to put my landlord in. <laughs> when I'm through with him, will he squirm? <laughs> Mine won't. He'll be here soon with his contractor, and boy, am I going to lay him out. Oops, that reminds me, I have an appointment. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. That's uh, Morris, Peg. Now, now, you let me do all the talking. Don't huh? worry. I'm not going to have anything to do with this game. Uh, oh, hello, Morris. Come in. This is Jenkins, my contractor. Uh, pleased to meet you, Mr. Jenkins. Hi. Now, uh, the main thing is uh, the roof. Hmm? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, the... Jenkins, I think you can patch it up. Uh, no, no, no patches, Morris. I, I want a new roof. But that's ridiculous. That roof's only 12 years old. <laughs> you think that I'm... Morris? You're perfectly right. Make a note, Jenkins. But it can be patched easily. Do as I say. Yeah, do as he says. And uh, then the, the ceiling. Oh, that's really a mess. 
Yes, we'll uh, touch that up, Jenkins. No, 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 no touching up. A new plaster job. Well, that's out of the question. You don't need a new ceiling. Morris? A new ceiling, Jenkins. <laughs> and that wall there, it's all streaked. Well, I've got a few rolls of the same paper left. It'll be just enough for that wall. I want all the walls papered. But they're perfectly all right. The rain didn't even touch the others. Yeah, I know, but the roses look kind of wilted. <laughs> you better do the whole room. I won't do it. I won't do it, you hear? I absolutely won't do it, and nothing on earth will make me. Then I just paper the one wall. Maurice? No, the whole room. <laughs> All right, I'll wax it. Scrape it. But it doesn't need scraping. I'll scratch it up. It'll need it. <laughs> Riley, you're going too far. You could push me too no, far. No, 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 no. Morris, be a sport. Remember what you said yesterday? The shoe is on the other foot? Well, now it's back on mine again. <laughs> you can't blame me for aiming it where it'll do the most good. <laughs> All right. All right. Anything else you'd like me to do, Mr. Riley? Maybe you'd like me to come and mow your lawn once a week. Twice a week. <laughs> Let's get out of here, Jenkins, before he wants me to build a new house for him. Well, we'll discuss that at some future time. Oh, come on, Jenkins. Oh. Excuse me. Oh, Mr. Morris. I didn't expect to find you here. Oh, uh, Miss Campbell. Uh, uh, good day, Miss Just Campbell. Just a minute, Mr. Morris. I'd like to speak to you. Uh, some other time, Miss Campbell. I'm busy. This is important, Mr. Morris. Some other time. Good day. Just a minute. You better show a little more courtesy. Riley, I have an appointment. Wait, you better listen to what she has to say. Oh, all right. Go right ahead, Mr. Oh. Mr. Riley, I owe you an apology. Now, what for? Accusing your son of cheating. Yeah, well, it happens in the best of families. But he didn't cheat. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> no, it was your Marilyn, Mr. Morris. Why, uh, why that's preposterous. Isn't it, Riley? Well, sure. Sure, it, it was Junior. <laughs> that kid's a born cheat. <laughs> I ought to know. I'm his father. No, Mr. Riley. Marilyn confessed. There's no doubt about it. Well, I hope we could keep this quiet, but if she's confessed... Oh, no, she can't. I'll get her a lawyer. I, I mean... I mean... <laughs> Mr. Morris, it's no laughing matter. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Jacob, you got that lid? Yep. Tear it up. <laughs> oh, Mr. Morris, have a heart. <laughs> but, well, at least, at least fix the roof, huh? But please, Mr. Morris. <laughs> Just patch it up by any old way. Any... <laughs> Just buy me a few pails to catch the rain. <laughs> Come on, Jacob. And from now on, Riley, your rent is 110. Morris. <laughs> Morris, have a little pity. Come along, Miss Campbell. I'll buy you a new hat. <laughs> oh. No, Morris. Morris, wait. Oh. Peg. I'm right here, mastermind. <laughs> Peg. Well, why don't you say something? What do you want me to say? I told you so? Well... At least there's one consolation. It stopped raining. <laughs> I'll take the pans away. Holy smoke. Peg, look, now it's snowing. That's the plaster coming down. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> In just a moment, Riley will return. 
You know, the study of languages has been going on for thousands of years. Do you know what language the people of ancient Rome spoke? It was Latin, and it sounded like this. Wobi erit beneficium. Translated, that means, you will be rewarded, which is a good phrase for you to remember, even if Latin is now a dead language. Because you will be rewarded in many ways if you study and learn the language of the country where you are stationed. Knowing the language will open a whole new world of interesting things to you. It will help you to understand and appreciate the culture of the people around you. Your ability to speak their language will show them that you have a sincere interest in them. They will want to be friends and help you to learn more about their country. No matter where you may be stationed, you will be rewarded if you give yourself a break and learn their language. Go on, Peg. What else does it say? Um, the, uh, the council's speedy reversal of its original decision to decontrol rent was largely the result of the protest meeting held by irate tenants earlier this week. Now, you see, Riley, that's the only way. No, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. I, I shouldn't listen to you. Well, I learned my lesson. From now on, I do what you say. You're the boss. Oh, I, I don't want to be boss. A family shouldn't have a boss. If a problem comes up, we ought to sit down and discuss it intelligently. You hear my ideas, and I hear yours, and, and if we can't agree, well, we, we compromise. Yeah, you're right. Join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker by arrangement with Universal International Pictures. Tonight's script is by Reuben Ship and Alan Lipscott. Direct direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. Junior is Bobby Ellis. Mr. Morris is Alan Reed. Jimmy Wallington speaks. You know, uh, sometimes you, uh, you try to solve one problem and you wind up solving something, uh, like you didn't even know it was a problem, you know. Well, uh, let me elucidate. Navy guys uh, have a lot of trouble keeping their white hats clean. So, I decided I would uh, re remediate the situation. I, I really gave it a, a good think. So, one day, while I am uh, cogitating on the fantail, a thought, you know, kind of strikes me. White shoe polish. See, if, if I took my hairbrush and brushed white shoe polish on my white hat, uh, maybe that would make it look sharp, you know? Well, that, that didn't work, so I, I give it up. But, but, you know, that same day, while I was brushing my hair, I, I made a, a startling discovery. Does my gray hair look distinguished? <laughs> and I'm so young, too. <laughs> The Life of Riley has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.